Recognized nationally for excellence in clinical care, Lord's Health System. It's time for Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. Our Lady of Lords Medical Center is now one of a few select hospitals in the region to offer a new dime-sized pacemaker that's implanted directly into the heart. My guest today is Dr. Devinder Akula. He's an electrophysiologist at Lord's Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Akula. So let's talk about the need for a pacemaker. Before we talk about this pacemaker to begin with, what kinds of conditions of the heart would require the need for a pacemaker? Very good morning to everyone. Uh, Good morning, Melanie. Thanks for having me. Um, Traditionally, um, pacemakers have been used in patients uh, who are treated for what we call bradycardia, which means they have slow heartbeat. The pacemaker prevents the slow heartbeat by sending impulses and trying to keep the heart rate at a desired rate for the patients. So pacemakers have been in use from 1960s or so. So it's been a long history with pacemakers. And these traditional pacemakers have been implanted by making it's a surgical procedure. So you have to make a surgical incision and implant the pacemaker in a pocket in the chest region. That's called the pulse generator. This pulse generator of the pacemaker has all the electronics and the battery. This generator is then connected to the heart through wires which are threaded through the veins. These wires we call as leads and the wires are placed inside the heart. These wires will sense the electrical signals of the heart and also give electrical impulses to the heart to keep the heartbeat going. So that's how a traditional pacemaker had been done for many years. So really this is just an electrical system that helps to keep the heart going at a certain pace, at a certain speed, help to keep it beating. So what is different now? Tell us about this leadless pacemaker. You you mentioned to the listeners that the leads were those wires that go into the heart while the pacemaker is in the chest area. So what is a leadless pacemaker? So leadless pacemaker is a revolutionized concept in uh, medical or cardiac devices. So this pacemaker has no wires. This pacemaker is directly implanted into the heart, and it does not require a surgical procedure. So what is done is the pacemaker is threaded through the vein in the groin region using a catheter and inserted directly into the heart, bottom chamber of the heart, which is the main pumping chamber of the heart called the ventricle. And the the new pacemaker that is there is about 90% smaller than the traditional pacemaker. The size is like the size of a large vitamin. It's really a miniaturized device, and its weight is a weight of a penny, so it's a really small device. Despite making it a small device, all the electronics and the battery are within that small capsule, and all the traditional functions that the pacemaker do, this leadless pacemaker is able to do also. And what is more important and impressive is it is estimated that the battery life of this pacemaker can last up to 10 to 12 years, depending on how much the patient uses. So it's a completely non-surgical procedure without any wires attached to it. So the battery is an interesting concept because I know with previous pacemakers, they would have to have a battery check, which back in the day would be done by telephone, really. But so now how do you keep the battery checked? How do you determine that it's still working? So this battery, I mean, as I said, is estimated to last 10 to 12 years. The battery can be checked in various ways. One is the traditional way when you go and visit your doctor, he's going to check the device in the office, and then that's one way. The second way, because these devices are wireless, 
there is a way the patient's device can be monitored from their home by the doctor using a wireless technology or a wireless module in their home. And believe it or not, the device companies are actually coming up with a phone app that the patients can download on their smartphones, which will be the next step as to how these devices will be monitored. So the patient can himself know if the battery is still adequate or not by just downloading this app. That will be the next step that the company is coming up with. That is so cool. Is the micro the right pacemaker for all patients? Are there some people for whom it's not indicated? Sure, that's that's a great question. So the micro does not replace all traditional pacemakers. Uh, it is right now is indicated only for patients who require a single chamber pacemaker or a pacemaker with single wire in the bottom chamber. It is estimated about 15% of the patients who need pacemakers are currently candidate for micro. So it's not indicated for patients who need two wires or three wires, so that technology probably is going to come in future. So now let's talk about some of the things that people might be concerned about. Dr. Akula, what about things like using a mobile phone, being around magnets, having an MRI? Are any of these things affecting the micro and in, in what it's supposed to be doing? I mean, that the micro is completely MRI compatible. It's, um, it's compatible uh, with the more stronger MRIs uh, that have come out recently. So that's the beauty of this device. And uh, it has no interference, at least no known interference with using our day-to-day daily stuff at home, like if telephone or cell, uh, cell phone or uh, microwave, TV, refrigerator, it does not interfere with the device. So the patient can literally continue with their normal daily life. Dr. Akula, what are some additional benefits to the patient insofar as cosmetics or comfort and really security of this device? Yeah, I, I think even with the patients, uh, there are a few more things I think we have to mention. So the, the advantages for the patient, it's predominantly during the procedure, because it's a non-surgical procedure, the patient is up and about and with their work much sooner. Because the pacemaker is not sitting in the chest, they can move their hands safely, do what they need to do, don't worry about swimming or exercise and things like that, whether that will damage the pacemaker. And cosmetically, you don't see the patient. It's a pacemaker. It's invisible. So that's pretty incredible. You have a pacemaker that you cannot see. But more importantly, the complication rate related to this pacemaker is dramatically lower compared to the traditional pacemaker. What the studies have shown is that the complication rate is about 50% lower with this micro pacemaker compared to the traditional pacemaker. Because traditional pacemaker, you have to put the pacemaker in a pocket in the chest, you can get infection there. So that risk is significantly reduced. You can get bleeding or you can get a collapse of the lung when they are initially implanting the pacemaker. All these risks are significantly minimized. In addition, the leads that connect the pacemaker to the heart, they are the ones that undergo significant wear and tear over a period of time and can fail to function. When these leads fail to function, patients require additional procedures which can put them at higher risk of complications. All these complications are not seen with micro pacemaker. And in the studies that have been done, there has been so far less zero dislodgement of this pacemaker and the infection rate has been almost zero in the study that has been published which looked at about 700 patients. So there are significant benefits to the patient. For the physician, because the risk and complication rate is lower, it's good for the physician also because you're not doing multiple procedures on the patient. And the procedure itself appears to be much lower risk when you're trying to implant this device. So what would you like listeners to know 
who might be concerned or who have questions or who are looking for somebody to help them with this. Give us your best advice about bradycardia and heart rhythm issues and why the micro might be the answer for them. Right. I mean, um, if they have bradycardia and they require a pacemaker, as I said, if they need a pacemaker which requires a single wire, micro is probably the way to go now. This device was initially implanted in 2013, and it's been about four years of experience that has been there with this device, and the complication risk has been significantly low. And one concern the patients have is whether it will get dislodged from the heart, and that has not been seen. It's extremely rare for the pacemaker to get dislodged once it's implanted because it holds on to the muscle of the heart with the, with the tines that are at the tip of the pacemaker. But I think before, uh, I mean, the final decision will have to be made after consultation with their um, cardiologist and their electrophysiologist because not all patients would be candidate for this uh, leadless pacemaker. Thank you so much, Dr. Akula, for being with us. What a fascinating topic. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.